It's time for a reality check. It's time for a dose of the facts. This is the John Muir Show. Good morning, John Muir Show. It is 9.06 a.m. on Wednesday morning and plans to reform policing in the United States continue to be unveiled following the May 25th death of George Floyd at the hands of four Minneapolis police officers. Yesterday, President Trump rolled out an executive order that, among other things, calls for the interdepartmental sharing of information pertaining to officers who have repeated complaints against them and bans chokeholds except if the officer's life is at risk. Uh, These, of course, are sensible steps that can be taken in the effort to prevent episodes of police misconduct going forward. But not surprisingly, since this plan was rolled out by their mortal nemesis, Donald Trump, various fake news media outlets are opposed to the sensible order. MSNBC complained yesterday that Trump did not make the executive order signing all about bigoted identity politics. Yeah, Donald Trump, he refused to be a bigot during yesterday's signing ceremony. The nerve. Come on. Uh, But it wasn't just MSNBC. Uh, CNN claimed that President Trump's measured order shows that he's not really interested in police reform. CNN wanted Trump to do way more in the order, but way more could have caused a lot more harm than good. See, while incidents of police misconduct certainly are terrible, and while bad cops should be removed from the field of law enforcement, good cops must be supported. Uh, After all, they are the ones who help to keep our communities safe on a daily basis. To CNN's dismay, President Trump during yesterday's signing ceremony praised good cops. Uh, CNN was complaining about this, that that he went praising good cops. Uh, Of course, CNN never explained why it was so bad of the president to go praising good cops. Uh, Seemingly, because there is absolutely no legitimate justification for CNN's position. After all, good cops are cops who have not done anything wrong. Uh, So why should they be anything but praised? Why, Why would we demonize them? Uh, Of course, there would be no good reason for such demonization. But here's CNN hell-bent on opposing President Trump. Uh, Once again, basing its position off of what Trump says. Uh, Trump says one thing, and without thinking, they immediately take the opposite side. Because they insist at all times on being on the opposite side of Donald Trump. 
But once again, Trump has common sense on his side, meaning that CNN is once again on the wrong side of the conversation. Uh, this happens all the time. Yesterday, in the instance just noted, yet another example of it. So, that was the sensible order rolled out by President Trump yesterday. Uh, last week, of course, congressional Democrats unveiled their own police reform proposal. Uh, and, well, there certainly are some positives to said proposal. Credit where credit's due. The proposal ultimately goes too far. If enacted, it would tie the hands of good officers to the point where they are unable or unwilling out of fear uh, to do their jobs properly. While cops certainly should not be allowed to get away with misconduct, good cops need to be able, need to be confident that they can act appropriately to keep our community safe uh, without fear of repercussions for acting appropriately. Uh, but when you look at this plan from congressional Democrats, it is incredibly likely that, that you will have good cops afraid to do their jobs properly uh, out of fear that they could be attacked for it in some way, in some senseless way going forward. Because that congressional Democrat plan it clearly is not looking out for the good cops at all. You know, they, they, they talk about how, you know, well, we need to get rid of this and we need to get rid of that. Police shouldn't be able to do this. They shouldn't be able to do that. Okay. It needs to be understood that there are some cases, there are many cases, where use of force is necessary, where use of fatal force is necessary. Not in all cases. Obviously, there are bad cops. There are certainly instances of police misconduct. We saw a horrific example of that just a few weeks ago in Minneapolis. There, the force that was used was not appropriate. However, each instance, each officer-suspect interaction needs to be treated independently because they are independent incidents. And there are many other incidents where, again, that force or even fatal force is justified. It is necessary. Because in other cases, not the Floyd case, other cases where you're talking completely different circumstances from the Floyd case, uh, you have criminals who are posing a direct threat to the well-being and livelihood of the officers involved in the situation and or the community at large. And in those cases, to protect innocent lives, whether it be officers, whether it be other community members, there needs to be the ability to use force, to use fatal force if needed. So just because the use of force in one case, the Floyd case, was not appropriate, doesn't mean that it's never appropriate. There are plenty of other cases where it is appropriate, where it is imperative that such force is used.
And that's why what President Trump is doing is absolutely right. Saying, okay, we don't want chokeholds, for example, to become the norm. We, we don't want officers doing it left and right, right away. You know, I'm just going to do a chokehold because I feel like it. That's good, but noting that there needs to be an exception. That if the officer's life is at risk, then yes. No holds barred. Do what you have to do as a law-abiding American, the officer, uh, to survive. Uh, there need to be these exceptions in place that, that allow good cops, when appropriate, to use the force, even fatal force, necessary to end the threat which officers are trained to do. You need exceptions like that, like, like the one that was put in Trump's executive order. I, you see it in Trump's order. You don't see it in these plans from various Democrats, giving these good cops the ability to still do their job appropriately when necessary under dif difficult circumstances. That's the big difference. We still do need to support our good cops in this country and give them an opportunity to do their jobs without tying their hands. Because when the officer's hands are tied, bad things tend to result for this country, as we're going to uh, discuss in greater detail in just a minute here. So you've got the order from President Trump yesterday. You have the congressional Democrat plan unveiled last week. Uh, then... There is the alternative being thrown out by various Democrat politicians at the municipal level in this country. An effort called defund the police, uh, which seeks to make massive funding cuts or seeks to entirely dismantle city's police departments. Uh, the full defunding option is moving ahead in Minneapolis. Yesterday, multiple other cities took additional steps to drastically cut their police spending. Uh, Los Angeles by $150 million and Milwaukee by 10%, which, by the way, for reference, would equate to the loss of 345 sworn positions in the city, which is roughly one-fifth of the department's roster. So, sort of stuff, it's not just happening halfway across the country, it's happening here in Wisconsin as well. In Seattle, Seattle, Washington, uh, nobody is really sure what's going on still. But what is certain is that things are not going well in that Democrat-run city. Yesterday, it was reported that city officials in Seattle reached an agreement with the rioters who took over a six-block portion of Seattle more than a week ago. That's right. They reached an agreement. Uh, the city installed a concrete barrier around shop, as it's now called, in exchange for the return of approximately three of the six city blocks that were hijacked. That's the deal that was struck. In reality, 
uh, Seattle's leftist, quote-unquote, leaders, they shouldn't be cracking deals with these people. No. <laughs> they should have taken back the entire area. They, they should have done it long before today or yesterday. I, I mean, heck, they, they never should have let that area be taken over in the first place. Keep control of your city for the good of the law-abiding population. So, no, don't don't crack deals with these people. Say, oh, yeah, you know, we'll let you keep three blocks of the city and keep blocking that off. And, yeah, we'll even, we'll even construct a, a barrier around it for you. No, don't crack deals with these people. Take back your city. But thanks to weak Democrat leadership that, by the way, initially tied the hands of their police department, Because of that weak Democrat leadership that tied the hands of the police department, violent rioters were able to take over that important part of the city. That includes City Hall and includes a police precinct. And now, for more than a week, that area that is known as CHOP has been totally lawless. Uh, The city's leftist police chief, Carmen Best, is trying to claim that... CHOP is not a cop-free zone, but it is. Uh, At least it's free of actual cops. Uh, There are armed thugs who are patrolling the borders of CHOP, since even President Trump's biggest detractors, like the people in CHOP, deep down understand the need for border security and policing to keep a territory functioning properly. But there is no actual police presence in CHOP. Uh, Prime example, on Monday, an auto repair shop owner called Seattle Police after he found that his shop, which is located in CHOP, had been broken into by a looter who was setting fire to a part of the business. The owner and his son apprehended the criminal, which prompted riots outside of the business, with rioters demanding the criminal's release. Despite placing more than a dozen calls to 911, Seattle Police and Fire never responded to the auto repair shop. The aforementioned police chief, Carmen Best, said that officers just observed from a distance. Uh-huh, yeah. But that does a whole lot of good during an unfolding dangerous situation in your city. I, I mean, really, why pay tax dollars if you can't even get a police response of any sort during your time of need, as was the case with this business owner and his son? Look, this whole episode in Seattle shows that the leaders of today's Democrat Party, which controls both the city of Seattle and the state of Washington, it shows that the leaders of today's Democrat Party are totally unwilling or unable to keep order in the places that they run. And if you pair that ineffectiveness with 
their party's current efforts to dismantle policing in this country? It's obvious that your entire country will look just like present-day Seattle if you give Democrats the power to make it happen. And for anyone who wants to weigh in, we would love to hear what you have to say. 920-406-1360-888-455-1360. Email Show at mwcradio.com. Text 79489. It is 922. This is the John Muir Show.